You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. I have something super exciting to share with you today. I could not be more thrilled to let you know that the doors for my signature program, Magnetize Your Match, are now open. This is a six-module course, and it is the number one love manifestation and dating course available. I just love this program. I am so proud of it. And just to give you an idea of what it is, it is a six-module program. So over the course of about two months, you will be working with me as I walk you step-by-step through my signature process to magnetize love and to date for commitment. So the idea with the program is to really get you fully aligned with the relationship that you want. So not only are you going to start calling in really incredible men. You are just going to find yourself becoming a magnet for high quality partners who treat you totally different than you've ever experienced. And you're just absolutely going to love it. But you're also going to learn everything that you need to move those from just people that you're dating into actual relationships. So I have been running this program for a while now, and it has been getting such fantastic results. You know, it's like I created it because it's basically the program that I wanted when I was single. And so much of it is based on my own experience, everything that I learned and applied so that I could manifest the man of my dreams and create a really beautiful relationship. And for those of you who don't know my whole story, I was able to go from single to engaged in less than a year. And I know that that's possible for you too. And it's not about rushing things or about moving into a relationship really fast. It's about aligning with what you desire. So maybe that's not what you ultimately want and that's okay too. This program is going to serve you wherever you are and whatever kind of relationship you desire to create. So I am just really excited that the doors are open, that it's now available for you. If that's something you're interested in, and if you're a listener to the podcast, I'm sure that it is. I know that you're so excited about this. I know that so many of you have been waiting for an opportunity to work with me. And so here it is. This program is my baby. I'm just, I'm really excited that it is out in the world that it is available for you now. So I will make sure to include in the show notes the link to the page with all the details so that you can get signed up. And I will just really look forward to officially welcoming you into the program. If you ever feel like when you were dating, your main focus is trying to get someone to be your boyfriend, you're dating wrong. And that is what we're going to talk about in today's episode because so many women do this. So Too many women use the period when you're really dating, like before you're in a committed relationship, and they're just trying to get someone to be their boyfriend. That's where all their focus is. That's where their energy is really going. And the people who do this, they say things like, I just hate dating. I really don't like dating. I'm just really more of a girlfriend type of woman. Like I I just want to be in a relationship and other things that are along those lines. And listen, it's all BS. It's absolute nonsense. And you need to let that go. Because if you can't date, 
then you're not going to be in a happy relationship. This is a really important phase in any relationship is this period before commitment when you're just dating someone. And the reason is, is because you don't have any information. You meet this stranger, right? Like you meet a stranger and then you're trying to decide like, oh, I want him to be my boyfriend, but you do not know anything about this person. After a first date, after a second date, all you know is basically, am I attracted to this person? Do I feel like we have some chemistry? You know, is he funny? Is he charming? Does he have a good job? Like, you know, these are very basic surface level things. And that's not a high enough standard. And that is the standard that a lot of women are holding. They're basically saying, he's good looking. He has a good job. He makes me laugh. Yeah, let me be with him forever. Like, that is how they're trying to approach it. And it's insane because those are not the only things that matter. In fact, none of those things are likely to be like your top most important qualities. Like if you don't have things like someone who's trustworthy and someone who is kind and someone who wants the same things as you do, then you got to go back a little bit because you got to get clear on what you actually want and need in a relationship. And if you are looking for a committed, long-term, loving, happy relationship, there are certain things that need to be included and being super sexy isn't one of them. That is a bonus one. I'm not saying it's insignificant. Of course, you want someone that you are attracted to, maybe even someone you're insanely attracted to. But if you're putting things like that above trustworthiness, honesty, integrity, being caring, then that is why you have crappy relationships. Like, pretty basic right there, right? Like, if you're saying the only thing that really matters to me is how attracted I feel to this person. Um, how much he makes me laugh. Those are fun things. Those are things that we like. You know, none of none of that is bad, but you're making a mistake if you're making those your primary qualities that you're looking for. But all that is to say is that those are the only things you're going to be able to see right off the bat. It's going to take a little bit of time to find out if someone is really kind, if someone is really trustworthy, if someone is really honest, if someone is really loyal, right? Like you can't know that just right off the bat. All you know when you start dating someone is what you can see on the surface and the things that they can tell you. And let me tell you something. People can say whatever they want. People can always say whatever they want. And people will say whatever they want to get what they want. And this is not a negative thing about men. There is nothing wrong with men for doing this because men do it and women do it as well. We do it all day long. Whenever we want something, we will say things and do things to get what we want. So it's not about knocking men when I say this. It's about having an awareness and doing what you need to do and gathering the information that you really need to determine if someone is going to be a fit for you. If you're just going off of someone saying, yeah, my mom is really important to me. I treat her really well and I've never cheated on a girlfriend and I'm so honest. And you're just taking that at face value and you're like, all right, yep, this one will do. I'm going to go ahead and try to lock him down. That's my boyfriend now. Like, That's what women do. Like, we don't even realize that that's what we're doing. But that really is what you're doing in a lot of ways. Just like, stop it. Slow down. If you didn't hate dating so much, you wouldn't run into these issues where you get together with someone and you're like, oh, this is my boyfriend and I actually don't know anything about him. And this doesn't have to take a long time. I'm not saying you have to date someone for six months or a year or anything like long, but it's just like, not having this mentality of let me try to fast forward through this. 
there's like a distinction here in the energy that you're bringing to it and the attitude that you have. Because relationships can unfold really quickly and really easily and really naturally and you can gather the information that you need without it taking a long time. But it's not going to happen when you're coming from this place of like, I've got to make this happen. How can I make this go faster? Like, what can I do to go from date one to in a relationship right now? So if you have the mentality of like, I know I'm going to find my person and I'm just enjoying myself and getting to know the people that come across my path and I'm just having a really good time and gathering information, like that's the place that you want to be so that this can happen really naturally and easily without it taking forever. So you got to know what your standards are, what you're really looking for, what you really desire. And then you've got to be willing to ask questions and observe. So what we're looking for here is really consistency between someone's actions and between their words. One on its own is not enough. There needs to be consistency between them. And you also need to be willing to sort of observe what you see. But you also need to be willing to ask ask questions, ask questions that are beyond just like, where do you want to travel? Or what do your parents do for work? These are the questions people ask on dates. And they're so basic. It like, it pains me how basic these questions are. They're telling you literally nothing. They tell you nothing. So you got to think, you got to think when you're dating, you know, what do you actually want to know? What kind of anecdotes can you look for that will reveal something of value about someone? And again, if you don't have to rush the process, then this is going to have a totally different feel than if you're trying to rush it. If you're trying to rush it, then you're going to take what I'm saying right now and you are going to go on to dates one, two, and three and you are going to try to drill someone and they are going to feel like they're on an interview. So I shouldn't even say dates two and three. You're going to go on date one and you're going to try to drill this person and they're going to be like, that was horrible. I felt like I was sitting on an interview while eating sushi. I do not want to do that again. And they're not going to call. They're not going to want to see you because who wants to go on an interview? I mean, I happen to think that interviews are sort of fun. So I, you know, I may be someone who doesn't always hate that, but in the context of a date, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to be feel like you're being put under a microscope. So you can't try to get all your questions answered in date one. You have to be willing to sort of go through the process of going on a couple of dates, seeing if you enjoy being around this person, asking questions that are actually going to reveal something to you while having fun. So yeah, I know this is sort of like a high order that we have here. But yeah, that's what you got to do, you know? So it's like you want to be able to combine all of these things where you're relaxed, where you're very confident, where you know that you get to have love, that you will find your person. Because this is all coming from a place of like, I met someone, he's really cute, he's got a great job, he's super funny. So I need to lock this one down because they are so rare. And I don't want him to slip out of my fingers because then I will never have love and I will end up alone and that would be horrible. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, that's where your mind is. And for one that doesn't serve you, you definitely have some work to do around your beliefs, which obviously I talk about all the time. But also, that is not an attractive energy that you are going to be putting out. If you are ever feeling like, I need to catch this one, I need to make this one mine because this is my only chance, like, ew, what a horrible energy. Like, <laughs> no one wants to feel like you're someone's last hope. Just no, it's not good. That is not where you want to be. It's not an attractive energy. So you got to be able to come off of that a bit. 
take a breath and like recognize the truth that you get to have love, that you can have love, and that this person doesn't have to be it. There's no one person where it's like this one has to be it. So if you could really know that and believe that, that would definitely take off some of the need that you might be feeling to fast forward through the dating portion of the relationship. So when you're doing that, that's what vetting is really about. It's gathering that information that, so you can determine, is this someone who actually would be good for me? That way you don't have to end up with someone where you're like, okay, this is my boyfriend now. Now we're together and I'm just now starting to gather information about you. And the information I'm gathering is actually not so appealing. And listen, I get that it's not the easiest thing to do. I am definitely guilty of this. And I almost don't even want to admit to this because it is bad. It is really bad. If I were speaking to, you know, 22-year-old Crystal, I would be so hard on her. So listen to this. When I was in law school, I started dating this guy. And he was just like for whatever reason, he was he was saying to me like I don't I don't really want a girlfriend. But we would spend time together and we got really close and I felt like a girlfriend. Like we we just had that sort of relationship. We were definitely dating. And, you know, I wasn't really dating anyone else for the most part during that time. He, I don't know if he was dating anyone else, but I'm sure he, you know, hooked up with other people if he felt so inclined. But anyway, that's sort of a side point. So we went on in this non-relationship for, I think, maybe nine months before I was like, you know what? This is so insane. I really want a boyfriend. I don't know why you don't want to be my boyfriend, but I'm done with this. And so I broke up with him or I ended, you know, our situationship. And, you know, of course, as soon as I ended the relationship, he came back maybe two weeks later and you know, he was like, I'm so sorry. I made such a mistake. I do want to be with you. I only want to see you. And so, you know, I want to be my girlfriend. And we got back together and it was different. It definitely was very different. He showed up for me differently. He treated me differently. You know, when it was really, it, it was interest. it was interesting because he was treating me very nicely. But what I found was that once we actually got together, I actually had the chance to like get to know him because my energy and my focus wasn't on getting him to like me anymore. It was just on, do I like him? How do I feel being with him? How do I feel about this relationship? And I didn't feel great about it. You know, it's like I realized there were these areas where we really weren't compatible, where we really weren't a right fit. And it was like, now that I wasn't focused on getting him to like me, I could just see how I felt about him. And so I ended the relationship not that long after. And so I know I'm not the only person that this happens to. And, you know, part of it is that obviously once you're in a committed relationship, you you see more about someone. They reveal more of themselves. You reveal more of yourselves. It's a more honest, authentic dynamic once you sort of take out the chase of the dating stage. So, you know, even putting that aside, though, it was really just that I had my energy focused someplace else. And I, I know that women do this. You know, and what I will say to my credit in this situation is that once I realized that we were not a fit, you know, yes, it did take me a long time because we went through this whole situation ship that I didn't end. But once we got together, I did end it. So this is a mistake that people make. They'll 
being the same sort of thing as I was. And they won't really get to know someone. They won't really be paying attention to the things that they should be paying attention to. And then they finally get a commitment out of that person. You know, they win the commitment, they catch the guy, and then they start observing things. And they're like, this isn't really a fit for me or, you know, the red flags, the deal breakers or whatever it is. And then they're like, okay, but I took all that time chasing him down and getting him to commit to me. So I guess we just need to stay together because we just got together. We just got together, so I guess we should make it work. And it's like, uh, no, you don't. No, you don't. As soon as you realize it's not the fit, you can end the relationship. And it's like, there is, I promise you, there's no time where you're going to be like, oh, this feels like a perfect day for a breakup. Or, oh, it's great to be dumped today. I feel good about it. It's going to suck. Breakups are not fun. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it when you know that the relationship is no longer right. So, People sometimes are hesitant because they're like, well, I just, you know, I've been seeing this guy for five months. I just started telling people that he was my boyfriend and now I'm going to break up with him. That looks so bad. And they're worried about how it looks. And it's like, let that go. Let go of your fear about the judgment. Let go of what people are going to say. None of that really matters. Like it doesn't matter at all, in fact. So you got to let go of your fears about the judgment or even from him to be like, you've been chasing me down and now I want to be your boyfriend. And you don't want to be with me anymore. And it's like, yes, that is exactly what's happening. Now we are together. I've seen things about you that I do not like, that I do not think are fit for me. So onward and upward, it's time for us to move on. So don't hold on to someone just because you chased him for a long time. You know, whenever you vet him and gather the information that you need, you make decisions from that place. So, you know, ideally you'll vet someone during the dating process and then you'll avoid this whole hullabaloo of getting together with someone who's not a great fit for you. But if you don't, because we're all human, then don't hesitate to end the relationship once you find the information that you need to know. That is all I have for you today. Those are my thoughts on that. So I hope that this really serves you very well. And I hope that it gives you some things to think about as you're dating going forward. Some of the things that you really need to know, some of the information that you want to gather so that you can just be a better dater. Because when you're a better dater, you can slow it down. You don't have to rush it. And when you're not trying to fast forward through it, when you're not trying to rush it, it gives you space to get to know someone. And that's just going to get you that much closer to your person. And that's what we want, right? So that's all I have for you today. I will talk to you again soon. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast. 